0: Uh oh. You know what time it is? Welcome, everybody. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian Tong here, your host, doing the most for everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. Welcome, everybody. Look, this is a special show because this is the final word, the final say. This is kind of like the last thing you'll hear podcast wise before Apple's keynote. It was officially announced this week that it will be happening. April the 20th, which is going to be a Tuesday, 10 a.m. Pacific time. It'll be live streamed on Apple's website from Apple Park, so it's an all-digital event. You also know that if you've been following my content, I will also have BTZ's live stream, so we will do the pre-show, we'll do the live stream, audio only, and then we'll do the post-show. I'll take your calls, your tweets, just really make it an interactive, fun experience, and just kind of it's always, there's always a lot of energy and excitement whenever Apple is doing an event, and that's what's gonna happen. So to kind of set everything up and celebrate that, I thought I'd get someone who kind of has a large part to play in this Apple event, has been around it with leaks and scoops and information. So John Prosser joins me on the show for this week, the final say before Apple's April event. Now, before we get to that, We're going to be talking about a lot of things. I'd actually rather have you listen to the event and then call in. So if you do remember, and you guys and gals make the show what it is, record a voice memo, applebitsshow at gmail.com. Send it along there, your name, where you're from, and maybe some of your comments and thoughts after the keynote. Again, it's happening on Tuesday, so you'll have time before we get to the podcast. I would love to hear what you think because we know there's a lot to expect. Also, this show is brought to you by you patreon.com slash bryantong that is the way that you can support my content this supports the podcast it starts at two dollars per month five dollars which is a cup of coffee i always say that because it's the easiest way to think about it five dollars a month if my content is worth that much to you we also have the 10 the 25 and the 100 hundred dollar platinum apple level this gives you early access to my content benefits at different levels and a completely ad-free version of this show so I've got to continue to say thank you for everyone for supporting. It's what allows me to keep on doing this. So patreon.com slash Tong. It's how you support this show. All right, everybody. Let's not wait any longer. Let's get right to it. This is the final word, the final say, the final preview. Not the final countdown. It's the final countdown. No, it's not. But this is everything that you all want to hear and know. And we've got some great tidbits from John himself because he always just lets loose and tells us everything. Here it is, John Prosser and I talking about Apple's April event. All right, everybody. Special guest for the Apple Bits XL. We're doing it video style. We're doing it audio style. The elusive. Uh, the uh, <laughs> scoop du jour, Mr. <laughs> Front Page Tech News. John Prosser in the house. John, Hello. thank you so much for coming in, man. Oh, thank of you. Of course. I, this is my favorite show. I think I of... Oh, of all the shows
1: that like have ever existed. I'm I've been a guest the most times on this one.
0: I think you're, this is either three or four. Yeah. I, I, I try I, not to bring you on that much because I got to respect you. you know what I mean? <laughs> oh no, you're good, dude. I think I've been on this show more than my own. I think that's what's happened. <laughs> that's not <laughs> true. That's not true. So, um, you know, we're going to talk about everything. Obviously this is kind of like our almost, I'd like to jokingly call it the final say before the preview event. And you've obviously been connected with so much of these, Crazy, wild, and really amazing accuracy with your scoops. the The fun thing obviously comes around this event, and I can uh, actually see your eyebrows are looking pretty fun, good. Bro. Fun thing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> they're coming so, in. They're coming in. So okay, there's some people that may not really know about you, so I want you to kind of introduce yourself, and then let's talk about the eyebrows. Yeah, we'll uh, so, talk about the products.
1: Front Page Tech is the main show I do on YouTube. Uh, I started doing Apple scoops but last year, actually. I think it's almost been exactly a year. April 15th was yesterday at the time of this recording. Wow. Uh, and that was the big SE leak uh, that sort of jumpstarted this for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been a year now. And uh, all in all, I'd say it's pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Aw- awfully, is awfully pretty good. terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's been the best thing in my career, uh, but also the most stress inducing, which I think is like the risk reward thing. That's the, That's the whole point of this.
0: You know, we've talked about in past um, episodes. You know, you've been a guest a few times, so people can check that out. But just about, you know, people tend to not humanize you and understand what goes into getting these scoops, verifying these scoops, sitting on things to make sure they're right. And Uh they just they just come at you when you're just delivering information, right? Well, I made my whole
1: uh, my process of verifying stuff really kind of come back came back to bite me this time because. Uh, I have I had one I had this one amazing source. Uh, I can tell you off air how they get information, but it is like ghost recon like <laughs> CSI level stuff. And they had told me I, I think I had posted a screenshot maybe on front page tech or on Twitter. Uh, they told me in February that there was an event in April because I was like, hey man, you got an update on the March event. And their only response was April, not March. Winky emoji. I was like, okay, well, that'd be weird because there hasn't been an April event in 10 years. And uh, then I heard March 23rd. And so I have one source telling me April, who's never been wrong, to be fair. They've never been wrong. But I had three different sources tell me March 23rd. And so, you know, my... The way I verify stuff, I like to try to verify it with three people at least. And I typically never run with information from one person. And it really bit me back this time because I, I mean, I verified it, I, but the issue was the person that did tell me the one person has never been wrong. And the way they get the information, I should have trusted it. Uh, but, you know, we went with March 23rd, which was a mistake. And I, I was so sure about that because three different sources, very accurate sources, that told me the 23rd. And I promised to shave off my eyebrows if it was wrong. And before the 23rd, I realized that I was wrong, that the source that said April, he was correct. And so on March 23rd, I shaved off my eyebrows, uh, gave the money to charity and I'm still waiting, still waiting for the eyebrows to come back in. I feel like if I just like sleep with my face in Miracle Grow, maybe
0: maybe they'll start. I'll wake up with some little stub stubblings. But look, I mean, here's the thing. Um, what was the charity again that you donated towards or kind of pushed wigs people towards? Wigs, right, wigs, for wigs for Kids. That's right. Wigs for Kids. They're amazing charity uh, based out of Ohio, I
1: think. Uh, they basically uh, give wigs for free, obviously, custom wigs. They make them for the children that either uh, are they going through treatment or they lost their hair through disease or burns or something. So since I was shaving off my hair, I felt that was the best charity to go with. And they actually just like. Uh, they sent me a bunch of a bunch of stuff to thank me because they got in contact with me because they were just like, and I can imagine it was so weird for them because we had the audience donate that day directly yeah. to their PayPal, and I can imagine it was so weird because that day they just started getting like a crazy influx of donations from all over the world, and they're probably like, "What happened?" And they find this dude just shaving off his eyebrows, and so they they got in contact with me, and they, dude, they baked me cookies, like custom cookies. Uh, with wigs for kids logos all over it and stuff and sent me a bunch of stuff just to thank me but uh, i told him not to because it was just like mm-hmm. i i didn't do it for that in fact i didn't do anything i just shaved off my eyebrows it was the audience that donated money and stuff but they sent me a little cute thank you package that i got i think yesterday mm-hmm. uh so all in all it, w- it was a really cool experience and uh couldn't thank the audience enough for that sorry i had to shave off my eyebrows and he had to watch that though <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i mean look it was It was great entertainment. It was, it was just, I was going to say, dude, what other leaker does this? What makes, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. I mean, you put your name behind, you know, what you do. And at the end of the day, look, it shows who you are, that you associated and attached this to a great cause. So that, that to me wins, wins everything, whether, you know, whether you shave the eyebrows or not. Now I do have to ask about the eyebrows. Are you doing anything to help promote the growth of hair? no to expedite this process because they actually look like they're coming in pretty good. Dude. I'm surprised. I, so
1: I, I, well, the problem is like they're uneven. Like there's some hairs <laughs> here that are like going to normal length. And there's other ones that are just tiny little ones. And I'm like, are they ever going to go back to normal size or is this me forever? <laughs> uh Yeah, it's been. So uh, there's a lot of leakers that once they get something wrong, they'll just delete the tweet and try to forget about it. But like, I promise to shave off my eyebrows. I never delete tweets first of all, but I feel like that's not enough. Uh, you know, I, I've, for the last, well, I want to say six months, I've been promising the eyebrow thing. Like the last, in September's event last year, I was like, if there's iPhones, because I heard there wasn't going to be iPhones. And mm-hmm. I was like, if there's iPhones, I'll shave off my eyebrows. So this has been an ongoing thing. And it finally, it finally came back to get me. And so now I don't have eyebrows and I don't know how, how long this is going to last because yeah, they're coming back a little bit, but like not evenly. <laughs> and so like Karina, my fiance has been like the first day that it happened. She couldn't look at me like she would draw eyebrows on me just to be able to look at me throughout the day. Dude, she I- cried. She cried when when she she was like, oh, you're going to fake it, right? Like we're going to get fake eyebrows and you're going to shave those or something or we're going to put makeup on you. It's like, no, but like I promise this to the Internet, they will find out that I faked it. I have to actually do it. And she just cried. <laughs>
0: I mean, saw the footage. I mean, you're a man of your word, okay? No one, yeah. no one can ever, no one can ever dispute that anymore, okay? Oh, so man. you know, we talk about you know the sacrifice, the loss of your eyebrows, which leads us the to sacrifice. the sacrifice event, right? right? So there ends up being an April event. after There season. was an April event. I should have listened. I should have hey, listened. Your your dude. accuracy is pretty on point, dude. Okay, so that.
1: I so I said last month, like March 16th, March 17th is when I announced that there was going to be an April event. We were getting down to the wire. Did you lose hope for an event? Because it was during the end of the month.
0: You know, for me, because of the nature of the beast, nothing surprised me until it's actually official now, right? Mm -hmm. I almost, I'm just like, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. I don't put too much into it until we hear it. So I wasn't disappointed. I was more like, actually, I was more like, is he going to have to shave his eyebrows off or not? (laughs) Yeah. uh, What's happening? Like, quite honestly, (laughs) that's what I was thinking.
1: Uh Dude, I would have been like, it would have been sad because I so the whole shaving of the eyebrows thing that was super entertaining and I don't regret that like I don't regret that leak and I think it was I think it offered a better story. Oh, mm-hmm. all in all, I want to be a storyteller. And so that's the fun part to me. Like I got the leak wrong. Yeah, but like it, this completes the saga now mm-hmm. and we're nearing the end of the month and Sam from the I update YouTube channel him and I are really good friends and he's been back and forth We're for like. I don't think there's going to be an event, dude. I think this leak is wrong. And uh, it, it was starting to look like more like we were going to get a press release or something. And I had recorded from PageTack. I recorded in just a normal episode. And I had my phone on Do Not Disturb. It was like two in the morning. Um, I stop recording. I get back to my desk and I have all these texts from Sam. He's like, John, it's happening. Oh, my God, it's real. And he sent me the whole thing where Siri leaked the event. And I lost it, dude. That was so, this was the perfect way to end the saga that like, not only was there an event announced, but that Siri leaked it beforehand, like oh, hours yeah. beforehand. And now and now we have an April event and it's
0: really cool. Spring loaded. Spring loaded. Que- question before we get into the actual event and the details of it. Do you think that Apple had a part to play in leaking out this information to try and test who's potentially leaking information out? Well, I know German said no. Right. <laughs> I know German
1: said no. He said that that's not what happened. But uh, there was, I mean, you know, Sam's website, Apple Track, right? Mm-hmm. So Gurman had tweeted that there wasn't going to be a March event on the 16th. He said, like, he quoted a tweet about an event happening on the 16th. And he said, narrator, it's, there's not going to be one. So Sam took that as, oh, there's not going to be a March event. Gurman is saying there's no March event. So he puts out an article, Mark Gurman, no March event. Gurman replies to that and says, no, I was specifically referring to there being no event on the 16th.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he deleted the tweet towards the end of the month. So it really looks like even Gurman thought there was going to be an event on the 23rd. I don't know how Apple got the information out. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how. I mean, you know, I got it, but Love to Dream tweeted the 23rd. Uh, Kang, who was currently the most accurate source that we have, he said it was the 23rd as well. So I have no idea. And it, I mean, so far, the the source that we call the good good, the one that got the April event right, he's been safe. It's been great. Um, but it's like, if they intentionally put out this information and then you have this one source that was saying April the whole time and somehow was not fed the wrong information, like how safe is that source? Because mm-hmm. they were able to, if they were able to get the 23rd out to most leakers, it worries me about like what I, cause there's, I love not knowing most things about the sources that I have. Like I'll verify them. I make sure they're real, obviously. And especially if their information keeps coming true. Um, But like, other than that, I don't ask questions and I like to keep it that way. So I have no idea what level this other source is. I I have no idea, but um, I have no idea. I've, Firmly, I firmly believe that they did give the twenty third date out somehow, like themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Siri thing, I think, was a total accident. I think that they meant to schedule it for twelve p.m. EST, and it went out at twelve a.m. <laughs>
0: yeah, I remember seeing it late at night. I'm like, oh, what?
1: Yeah. And even then, dude, I was like, this isn't real. Like, this is an accident. She didn't mean to say this. And then it, but it was real. It's it, and. Now we have an event on 420. They they announced that WWDC was, was nice. 69 days before the event, 69 days, and now we have an event on 420. Like, what is Tim even doing anymore?
0: The, the, these these are interesting times. If you're a numer- numerology expert, uh, you can look those numbers up and what <laughs> yeah. they reference. I mean, a lot of people in an event on 420, like all the great jokes come out. Like all the comments, yeah. like, oh, I wonder if this event's going to be half baked. Or are we going to see fully baked? You know, it's like, oh, it's going to be smoking. That hurts. That that hurts to hear this. I mean, I I even tweet, I'm like, they should have held on to macOS High Sierra for the 420 event. I would have been okay with. I would have been okay with. So, you know, let's talk about the event. Obviously, we've heard a lot. We're expecting (sighs) to see iPad Pros and AirTags. Maybe maybe something's changed with that. But, you know, you've been reporting on this a long time. I'm going to start with iPads because I think that right now people have almost like, Air tags, AKA air lags fatigue, you know, because <laughs> you really scooped it so early that everyone's been waiting. Yeah. waiting you I know. thought
1: it was so cool to have it that early. And now it's less that way, even for me. Like, even <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I, whenever they, whenever they want to put these out is fine with me. I, I'm exactly. excited though, not, I have lost, exci- uh, to be fair, I have lost excitement yeah. for air tags as a product. I'm still just as excited to see them though, just yep. to see how me close, too. you know, our renders were. Um, but that's about it. And I'm, I'm excited to see how Apple sort of tries to convince us that we need them because, you know, they will. They could sell us anything. But, uh, yeah, I with them releasing, um, they opened up the third-party thing, the Find My Accessories. Yep, yep. What they did that last week, I think. Yep. That was worrying because it was like, why would they do that if AirTags are coming? And Sam and I were talking. We're like, man, if AirTags were happening, like, soon – it would have been a like they would have announced it alongside that because it doesn't make sense to do that and then put air tags out as a press release it just doesn't make any sense but now it totally makes sense if they're going to have an event you know soon after they announced the find my thing the accessories opening up and then they also said that later in the spring uh they would be opening up the the u1 chip stuff yep. well yep. it sort of lines up now like if we don't get AirTags at this event, I don't know when, <laughs> when the proper time to, to release like, them They're
0: like, oh, is. we just opened up Find My. I mean, I think it's also interesting with putting out, you would have actually thought that that Find My press release would have been uh-huh. announced within the AirTags announcement, right? It, it would yeah. have actually made a little more sense to be like, oh, just to let you know, we're complementing this announcement by also opening up the platform to others Right. The only other part that I could imagine of why they might have done that and specifically have said, hey, we already have three partners on board who they would Belkin with their sound uh, was it sound form, Ear, like kind of wireless earbuds. They have a Van Moof with some electric bikes. And then they have Chipolo, <laughs> like name, another tag, right? Ben before Moof. their own tag, Chip, I don't know if it's Chipolo or Chipolo, but I like to call it Chipolo. Chipolo. Because Oh, wow god i want to hang up the call was- don't don't do that but- dude
1: only brian tong puns can get me that hard
0: i mean if what if they had like a dude on a mountain with a long horn and a, a, s- a is the swedish uh, little outfit
1: This sounds like a job Chibolo. for you it <laughs> <and, you> know, <laughs> sounds like knows. you have to do it
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um you know even putting that out there for me tends to be them again changing a little bit of their identity saying hey uh Because they're dealing with these anti-competitive behavior lawsuits overseas Uh and companies are coming at them specifically, this is in court when they have to show up saying, oh, although you're saying we're anti-competitive, look, we've opened up the HomePod to have third-party music services on it now. Look, we're opening up our Find My platform now where everyone can be on because really now we don't know the terms of the Find My program just yet. Right. But at least out of the gates, it appears like they're really trying to just open it for everyone who wants to sign up. I don't know if there'll be more restrictions on the U1 chip, much like how HomeKit has mm-hmm. such stringent restrictions that there's only like 600 to 700 HomeKit supported smart home devices where Amazon and Google have 50 000 to 60,000 supported, which is a huge but gap. Do you, do you and I, are we on the same page where we're like, how
1: what what's the problem with that? Like, why is that anti-competitive? It's, I feel like. I mean they built the platform. It's so it, this this argument is so weird. Like I, I agree. If, if Google was like, actually we only support two devices, I'd be like, all right, Google, you do you. That's you that's fine. And like that's and there's a huge argument to be made where that's better for consumers, where you know, the fact that Apple's limiting it makes it safer and more private and they control it more. And there's a huge argument for that. I don't understand this whole anti competitive thing, like, you know, if Epic Games was upset by this they could build their own platform. And mm-hmm. I mean, they have mm-hmm. their own game store, don't they? They could just build their own platform, their own app or whatever. Their own, they could go as far as to build their own phone, but like that's not, thats it's much easier to just work with somebody who already has huge market share. And then
0: when you want to live in the house, you pay rent. I don't understand what the issue is. Well, I'm, I'm with you on that from, and also from the standpoint of, look, you can you can literally go to another phone. Yeah, it's not if if Apple was the only phone ever, right, then sure. And I think what it is, is to me, it's more of a reaction from these companies that feel like, again, when someone has too much power and really, you know, Apple does have a lot of power over these companies that are on its platform, which it did build for the record, right? Which they would arguably also not be as successful if this platform was not on the iPhone, which is one of the top selling phones in the world. Right. But I think it's to them it's almost a over the years, they just feel like we need more of a slice of the pie. And you, you and I both understand, that. but again, yeah, I, if the, if they were the only phone in town, I would get it. I would really, I would really go on. You guys are absolutely yeah. right, but they're not. I mean, right. there is more than enough competition out there. Of course, R I P L G. you know, they're, oh, man. they said goodbye. <laughs> well, you know, the, they said goodbye. the tech
1: community is pretty funny with that, where they're like, what, how did this happen? But like, you know, last month you all were making fun of LG and it's just, uh, it's it's sad to see though, like any, any company that we lose uh, in the market like this. And they had, at least in the U S they had like 10% market share. Mm -hmm. Like that's a pretty big chunk to just
0: be like, all right, we're done. Look, I think no matter what, you know, tech fan or not, if people are outright saying oh my gosh this is such a loss and you know to me obviously it's a loss from an innovation standpoint it's a loss from a competitive standpoint right. but the way that some of these comments are shaping it like i've loved lg for my entire life and i've never bought <laughs> yeah. one of their phones right that's a little different that's what you and i are talking about like hey let's yeah. keep it real mm-hmm. you know like where were you when was the last lg phone you bought right right let's let's go there like,
1: my first my first android phone was an LG, I think it was an Aloe, an LG Aloe. It had a slide out keyboard. I don't even know what
0: keyboard. that looks
1: like, dude. Yeah, it was, I think it was one of the first ones. Uh, and it had a, those slide out keyboards, dude. That was, that was the life back then when you could, yeah. when you had a physical keyboard, just slide out. Yep.
0: Yep. They had, um, there were so, I mean, LG right out of the gates was one of those, you know, half, half phone flip out to the keyboard. Uh-huh. I and mean, I was a sidekick guy. So I had a, like, oh, do dude, flip. so good. The sidekick is so, to me, it's one of the most underrated phones of all time.
1: I wish I could hey, just like I want to buy a Sidekick. Just I've been to trying be to buy sit one when I'm
0: bored, just to sit when I'm bored and like flip it open again. I've been trying to buy one. Like it had the craziest fidget cool factor. Like if you were a tech nerd and you saw someone flip out their Sidekick at the time, this uh-huh. is before the iPhone even came right. out. Right. It was like, damn, what is that? And the typing on it was smooth. It was better than a Blackberry for me. That I was a that T-Mobile thing. exclusive, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. That definitely. was that's the downside because back then, dude. <laughs>
1: T-Mobile, oh man, T-Mobile was was not T-Mobile. Yeah, it was trying to. It was like trying to make a call through a microwave,
0: man. It was it it was so bad. So let's talk about um iPads because you and I had talked a couple months ago, um and at the time you know we know, or at least from what we've heard until it's officially confirmed, two Mm -hmm. different iPad sizes: eleven inch, twelve point nine potential. Just for people that are trying to catch up, uh, potential mini LED display on the twelve point nine inch. Yeah, potentially not on the eleven inch. Um, maybe Thunderbolt port. The the thing that, do you, have you heard any other stuff or are there any other like little things? I know you even talked about a little while ago, maybe potentially a new magic keyboard. Have you heard anything new on that? Or
1: yeah. Not? So it's an iterative update for, for iPad pro for sure. Um, the mini led thing is really cool. And the only downside there is they've had a lot of production issues with that. So there's not gonna be a lot. So my advice would be if you if you've been waiting, like you you had an iPad pro, 2018, 2020, whatever, and you've been wanting to buy this one, you've been waiting out, uh, wake up early that day and make sure that you get it right away because they don't have much. And uh, I know that they're sending out shipments right now to Apple stores. Um, in fact, on Genius Bar my podcast at the beginning of the week before we actually you know heard of the event, uh, I was told that they were getting iPads around the twenty sixth. The twenty mm. well, really, they're, they're getting Apple stores are getting them on the twenty fifth, which I think is a Sunday. They're not to sell them on the twenty fifth, just to have some limited stock. Um, and that's what I said it was like I heard that you know products are being shipped to Apple stores to sell next week, uh, which means we could probably get an, an announcement of something this week, and we did. Luckily, we got the event announcement. But uh, Apple stores are getting limited stock on the 25th Not for you to buy on the 25th just to have it, and it'll, it'll probably go on sale next week. Um, where you can actually like buy one, um, but especially on the website, like if you want one of those mini, uh, the the smaller one will be somewhat fine, but the 12.9 inch is going to be heavily limited. So, if that's something you want, if you've been waiting for that one, buy it right away. Do not wait, going to be hard to have get. You,
0: have you heard if, um, have you heard any confirmation if the 11 inch will indeed? still be the same display or if it's gonna get mini led i mean all these reports have said no so far but
1: yeah i haven't every time i've heard of the mini led display reference it's always been 12.9 so it. i don't think it, we, we might not get it for the 11 inch which is sad because that's the best size
0: yeah lo- love that thing um with the with the magic keyboard i know you're saying iterative is it because of just the ipad itself has changed size yeah i'm not sure why
1: different? Um, I, so with the magic keyboard, I think I'm the only one that said that we might be getting one. Um, I was told it's a very minor update and I'm pretty sure we just got the, we just got the one we have now last year, right? Like this time last year. So I don't know why we're getting another update to it or what, what it'll include, but, um, mass production was already started like a few weeks ago for that. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I was told minor update. I'm not sure what would be like what they could release it for and be like, Oh, it's got this new thing. I don't know what would be different about it to where they have to sell you another one, but I'm curious to see. I was told that it was, that we were going to see it alongside that, along with um the new Apple pencil, which I'm so upset by Brian, because mm. I, so I love the Apple pencil, but I love the current one, the mat, the matte finish on it. And this oh, Apple pencil yeah. three is all glossy and gross again. I don't understand why we're doing that.
0: The, the, the flat edge and the mat it feels like an actual pencil, actually. Dude, it feels so
1: good. I don't yeah. know why they're doing this to me
0: right now. Are they I'm changing So I'm more the
1: upset t- than I need to be about that in particular.
0: Are they changing any of the text significantly
1: inside of it? I have no idea. I have no idea why. I mean, I would hope that the side is st- that we still have a flat side that's superior. Uh, mm-hmm. But oh, I thought the matte finish was superior. I don't know why we're going back to glossy. Dude, the glossy so gross. Glossy anything is gross. <laughs>
0: The, the Especially Apple, something I mean, you
1: hold in your hands, it yeah, gets all.
0: Yeah. Ugh. I remember there had been some patents that had leaked out about potentially it. I mean, this is seems a little too unnecessary. Where it would be able to like match a color in the real world, and then enable be you cool. to use that color. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. Again, we don't know if that's actually coming or not. And again, patents are stuff that typically doesn't even happen. I mean, I would say. <laughs> I hope almost, it does
1: better than the. Have you used that feature with Philips Hue yet? With what with, with, with the with Apple Pencil, no no no. So Philips, Hue, the app for your light bulbs yeah, yeah. has this feature I, where have, you can Philips just Hughes, yeah yeah where you can just put in a picture and it'll be like oh I know this color and then put the color. Except it's never right. It's like I put, I put this picture on there and it's like oh you want it to be this color, dude. That's not the color I put there like at all. What a useless feature. So I hope the <laughs> Apple Pencil is better than that.
0: It's so useless that I've never even used it. <laughs> I mean, have you ever tried?
1: Did no, you even know because- it
0: exists. No, first of all, a I didn't, and b I kind of, I just know I like to tweak my colors, right? Like you know, with the, mm-hmm. with this background over here, I've kind of said it like I know how you know intense I want the I want these things to look like, right? I don't I don't need to. Oh, there's, no right go- there. there's no way a picture's there's no way that picture's gonna capture like these colors, right? There's right.
1: No yeah,
0: there's it's having, supposed now, to be like just having fun here.
1: You, could, you can see any room and be like, I want my room to look like this. And then you upload the picture and Phillip, she would like, recreates it. Except it doesn't. It does not. That is a lie. The feature is a lie.
0: Man, if I had, see, I'm not going to waste our time. But if I knew, I would be like, okay, let's, let's go to this picture right now. <laughs> and see how bad this right. looks right now. <laughs> um, iPads, do we have any pricing or should be roughly around the same price? I would hope,
1: yeah, around the same, the same price. Okay, I mean, that's good. That's sort, of the, that's sort of their goal every time. Um, and it's why a lot of the times, like we don't get the features that we think we should already have. It's usually because either one, they can't produce it. Like they can't produce enough or can't produce it fast enough because of the scale they need, or they can't produce it and release it at the same price that, you know, we're used to. That's a lot. That's a a huge reason why a lot of the features that we think we want are held back. Like, you know, we wanted 120 Hertz for the last Mm -hmm. three years, four years, whatever, um, but there's reasons for that stuff, so I I would hope that it's I would hope it's the same price. But dude, all all I care about in this world is the new iMac. That's all I want. I need it. Ooh. I need them. I need them to come at this event. And German you're himself, so, are you as, me you're
0: saying there's a chance. You're saying so you're telling me there's I'm, a chance. So
1: <laughs> I was. I think I tweeted for the event uh, like a few weeks ago that iMac is ready, and. Like a lot of people didn't believe that. And I started I start to doubt it too because like I just German said that IMAX were coming later in the year. But he has started to loosen his his verbiage there with, with IMAC. Um and there's no stock of the twenty one inch IMAC. If we get one, I think it'll be mm-hmm. staggered. I think we'll get the smaller one first and then the larger one later on in the year. But I want it. I want it so bad. And we're getting so close. And German has really has like really sort of uh, loosened how he talks about it. Like he went from, you know, just iPads to I would be, I would, a nice surprise would be an iMac or something like that. And mm-hmm. it would be a very nice surprise. I would love to see. And the, the the thing is spring loaded. Like the, the whole tagline for the event is spring loaded. Spring is obviously just the season. I don't think it is, it has anything to do with anything else, but Not not springs to an Apple car because that's
0: the comment. (laughs) I was like, spring-loaded pencil, spring-loaded springs in an Apple car. I'm like, oh come on, guys, let's let's go. But loaded, loaded. That that's got to
1: mean there's a ton of stuff coming at this event. And all I really, all I'm asking for is an iMac. Forget the iPads. You don't have Tim. If you're stressed out, don't worry about releasing all these other products. Just the iMac.
0: That'll do. I'll be fine with that. I mean, look, I'm obviously with you. I just think that we we know how. Apple likes to play in hyperbole. So loaded means, yeah, you're getting three things at this announcement, right? Uh Or
1: you have to be loaded to buy this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It could be either or. Loaded
0: financially or loaded like 420 loaded? Both. Okay. (laughs) Both. That works. Yeah. So, uh,
1: I mean, there's colors in the invite. There's my iMac leak Mm -hmm. featured five different colors. Um, these,
0: color, these colors are representative of
1: that. Actually. See, uh, dude, did you see the whole uh, reference to the old hello text for Mac?
0: I was wearing, I w- you know what? I wore the shirt on my video and everyone's like, "That that's your hello shirt. Turn it sideways. I'm uh-huh. like, I wore the shirt for a reason. <laughs> Very intentional. Brian Tong mm-hmm. never
1: misses. Mm-hmm. Dude, I mean, I feel like w- there's too much smoke for there not to be fire. And the fact that, you, that there's no stock of the 21-inch iMac anywhere. Mm -hmm.
0: Look, I Uh, think that's got to be coming. That's why there is so this is what the understated thing about this. I think we've talked about, you know, Apple may not like leaks, may not like these scoops and rumors, but man, does it fuel the fandom? Does it fuel the hype? Because even someone like you and myself, we're excited about IMAX, dude. I'm so excited about this. We're excited. we're, We're excited about IMAX and they may not even show up here. Like we're right. We never know until we know. Right. But the fact that there's still interest around that speaks to how this formula, it is part of the ecosystem of hype uh-huh. that works. It works for Apple. Well, you know? I mean, they have are, to embrace do you, do it to a certain one? degree. Are you excited about the like, iMacs? I have a 20, 2012 or 2011 iMac, which works amazingly well for just, I use it as my podcast recording and editing. I uh, gotcha. It could render a little better, but I don't do. You know when I when I'm sometimes multitasking. I have to. I'll maybe do a little Photoshop on it. But this is a 2012 machine, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the fact that it is still a more than capable machine mm-hmm. is damn impressive, dude. And, I just got my first Mac too. And then the other thing that right we we obviously know, but we aren't talking about the whatever processor they put in this iMac. Mm-hmm. It's going to scream. I, you know, people might be wanting an, an M1X or an M2, whatever. Well, those are for like the higher end machines, but you even uh-huh. put, you arguably put maybe like an iPad pro 14, a 14 X chip in this that performs like an M1. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're probably going to go an M1 for a Mac, but you put even just the current M1 in an iMac. I don't think anyone's complaining. No. I don't think anyone is
1: complaining. So right before I went on the show, German tweeted, uh, would it be weird if the iMac had the same processor as Mm. the iPad? I think he said, Mm. but I mean, he just a few weeks ago, he said that the iPad is going to be as powerful as the M1. So like, what, what, what does that even mean? Like it's going to have the same processor as an old iPad or they starting to get like, it's a weird strategy from Apple, but I accept it. Like, where the iMac and the <laughs> iPad Pro are similar in, in power, I'll take it. That's fine. Well, that, that's fine that also with
0: me. Sp- that also speaks to, you know, the fact that the iPad Pro, you know, I have a 2018 iPad Pro and uh-huh. I'm ex- I'm kind of excited. I I like the idea of a mini LED to screen, LED screen. I want obviously new tech, but the way that I use my iPad Pro and the fact that they've really never unleashed the power that's already in it. Yeah, I'm 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 on this. I'm on the side of the fence of the new iPad Pro 2021. I will get one to review without a doubt. But as it stands right now, I don't know if I'd actually keep that. Like I always oh, really still, you know, let people know if I'm going to keep it only because. Oh, yeah. You still have your 2018 I do, model. I have you? a 2018. I never gotcha. created 2020. It's perfectly fine. Right. 2020. All they did was give us one more graphics core and give us the LiDAR scanner and an ultra wide uh, camera yeah. on the back, which for all your iPad photography. <laughs> <laughs> in pandemic. yeah. So, so, um, I, I would say most consumers probably won't need to, but it, this mini LED, sure, I'm hoping if it is, it'll bring back HDR to the iPad Pro line, but uh uh-huh. it's, for me, it, maybe it gives us significant battery savings or energy consumption, efficiency. It's going to have to do a lot for me to say, tell someone through the screen, this is a must get if you own a 2018 iPad right. Pro. I don't know if it is, but, that's that's why I want to see what they do. Right.
1: Uh yeah, I don't know I don't know if that mini LED display is enough to be right, right, to convince right. yeah. Maybe if you don't have an iPad Pro yet and you're like, yeah, I'll get this one. Exactly. But I don't know if it'll be enough to convince people to upgrade um but either way, I'm ex- I'm excited to see what we get at this event and uh I just recently the I'm so I was I was pretty sure I was going to get the the new iMac when it comes out. Um, and now I'm even more sure of that. So I got my first <laughs> Mac, uh, which I talked about on, on my show, right. which, which uh, one did you get? So something terrible happened. So I have a, I always worked off a of PC because in my head, I was like, that has the specs that I need. I can custom build it. And, um, and I use Adobe products. And so, so I don't do need I. final cut or anything like that. Uh, But it died. It just blew up one day. And I, my schedule was tight. Like I was like, I was working not on the now. Google, yeah. I was working on the Google Watch renders that needed to go out. Uh, that episode needed to go out, and I had to record a show, and we we had like a bunch of sponsors that day, and like I couldn't not be able to work. And like an idiot, I didn't have a backup machine, so I was like, "Well, I'm screwed." So I start looking around for like just something temporary because if I'm getting a PC, if I'm going to spend a bunch of money, I want to custom build it. Mm-hmm. But I I start looking at Best Buy. Just as just something that will get me through the next couple days, and dude, everything looked terrible. Like everything that they they had, like you know how it is these days, like gaming focused everything. And I was like, that's not what I need. I don't need that. And so I stumbled on uh, a there was like two Mac Minis in stock, and for some reason, like I started going, I started going towards that. They didn't have any of the M1 MacBook Pros, and I was like. Well, I have, you know, I did tell myself I was going to buy the iMac. And so this is like, I think this was like the push I needed to make the switch and, you know, just give Mac a try. Best decision I've ever made, especially on the M1 Mac mini. Yeah. Uh, and it, I don't understand. It has no business being this good, but like, you know, even just editing on Premiere uh, Premiere products or Adobe products, like Premiere and audition and stuff. And they have the, uh, the beta versions out for that stuff mm-hmm. on M1. Dude, I feel like I feel like an idiot cuz I like avoided the Mac stuff for years and was like, "No, I need I need my Windows PC like I have Apple products everywhere around me, but for work, I was like got to use Windows." Well, what was I doing with my life? <laughs> I don't understand. I'm so happy with well, this decision.
0: Welcome to either the dark side or the light side, Yeah, you know, whatever, whoever you're talking to. <laughs> but I mean, you know, for me what stands out is the fact that the Mac Mini, starting at six ninety nine, with a freaking M one chip, uh-huh. is a ridiculous machine. It, dude, it no, was that- crazy because I, I got this.
1: I got the sixteen gig model. Uh, they had two left in stock, and you know I already had everything set up for my PC, and so I literally just like I just took the PC away, plugged the Mac Mini in, and all my stuff worked again. I was like, this is great. This was this was way better than you know, trying to, to buy some sort of PC last minute, whatever Best Buy had in stock and try to work with that. It would have been, it would have been awful. And I also like, I went from, you know, having this crazy PC and like mechanical keyboards (laughs) and a huge mouse to just like, I had to get these because why not? I was like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to go Mac, I gotta, I gotta go all the way with the Apple accessories. So the magic mouse is pretty terrible. Not gonna lie. It's awful.
0: Yeah. Keyboard is great though. I would recommend the Logitech MX Master Three. Yeah, I've been using. Is that the one that Marquez like, recommends all the time? Yeah, I mean, I've been using this thing for like. I mean, I've had Logitech mice before, and mm. I do you want me to show you what my original mouse that I've been using forever is. Hit don't me. Laugh. Oh no! What is that? It's a Microsoft Intellimouse. It might have oh, been from like oh the no, year ninety seven or ninety eight. I just loved oh, how it no. felt. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's, br- dude. it's the beige brown. That's, that's how, you know, I'm it's surprised old. it
1: doesn't have the ball. on. on it still underneath. has a wire on
0: it. That's so crazy. This is what I, this is what I use connected to my iMac, but really, man, this, this thing's a game changer. Wait, baby. You
1: use the Microsoft one on your iMac. Like it's, currently? it's what I've been used to. Yeah. Boy, like, like you're currently using it like as a real, as a real mouse. You're when, using when, it. It's when, not like when, on display when, behind to, you, like your other stuff. When
0: I use my iMac, Oh, no, it's just it just play, you know, and so here's here's what's this is what it speaks to, right? You've been on a PC for God knows how long uh-huh. when you're just comfortable with something and it works. That's and the it hard works part in your yeah. workflow with computers, with computers, with computers, with software, with anything. You don't want to screw it up, especially right. when you're in a content creation business or your or your, you know, your job depends on this machine. I'm talking beyond spreadsheets. And word and email yeah. and you know, when this is content creation, you don't want to mix you don't want to mess stuff. up. You don't have time.
1: Yeah, you don't have time to like relearn
0: stuff. Like, yeah, like, oh, it's gonna be
1: an it's gonna take up enough hours editing this video. Do I wanna like reinstall all my programs and learn this new operating system and edit my video? No, I don't actually, but this is a lot of times this is when consumers make switches, when there's a pain point. You, yeah. I mean, you said it yourself when you're used to something when you're comfortable. That's what that's what you that's what you stick with. It's not that I didn't realize that like Mac OS was great or that Apple was doing you know great things on the other side. It was just I was comfortable with something, and I didn't make the switch until I was in a position where I was kind of like my my hand was forced. Like you know there was a huge pain point. It, it shut down, and I needed I needed something now. And I'm very very glad that those two iMacs or not iMacs the Mac Minis were in stock and I got to try them because I mean this it changed my workflow entirely and i've had it for just i think just about a week now and i'm yep. super happy with it and i probably wouldn't have made the switch if there wasn't something that like catastrophic that happened to me last week dur- and
0: when i needed to work but see that that's why look it shows how crazy like when i reviewed the m1 macbook pros i was you know when you're reviewing some of these things and no one else has put out the review yet right and uh-huh. i was lucky enough to get access I didn't believe the results I was seeing. I'm like, this can't right. be this can't be real, but I'm like, right. I've done it enough. I'm gonna stick to my guns, put out the review, and literally be mind blown by this machine. Oh, like up until the last minute, you were like, Is this real? <laughs> I just I just felt like, am I am I drinking too much Kool-Aid here right now? Yeah. Or is this, this damn good? And yeah. it is this damn good, right? And so yeah, I think I wrote like mind blown and I did M1 uh-huh. for mind blown. And and that's the know, M1. That's just the M1 dude <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not even drinking the Kool-Aid this is just pure this is just the one son that's crazy so um uh, okay let's you know i know we could talk about that for a bunch but let's let's jump over to more stuff in the event let's talk a little bit about air tags um anything new or have have we really kind of hit the point like hey apple yeah. just put them out and yeah we're at that you know, point we'll see we, you know Price wise, I've heard thirty nine, roughly around maybe thirty nine dollars. Uh-huh. Size about a half dollar um, from rep- from reports and all. Obviously, all the stuff that you've put out. I think what was yeah crazy when I with when you- I put
1: out the first leak in September when I like leaked the design. True. I I said they I didn't have exact dimensions back then, but I said that they were about the size of a bottle cap. Uh, and so a, a bottle cap usually like a standard one is usually around twenty eight millimeters, thirty, uh, and max. Wine box leak says they're around 30 32 millimeters. So it was right around the same th- the same
0: ballpark, but they're small, they're tiny. I mean, people, you not only did you have the first renders, I mean, you provided us with that first sneak peek of that render or that image that looked like it was like from the software setup,
1: uh-huh. Kind of yeah, like when yeah, you set yeah, up yeah. when you
0: pair a product or something right. like that. Like the spinning I mean, animation, yeah. yeah. that and that was and that was pretty damn close, if not on the money with a few little extra shadings. Yeah, the renders that you had put out. Yeah, it was obviously more polished because <laughs> Apple made it. But
1: um, the other thing that came along with that leak in September was that they didn't have any way to connect anything. Like you had, to, you have to buy an accessory to like put it on a keychain and stuff. And since then, we've seen the keychain leaks. And uh, I mean, it's going to be a great market for for third parties. Like uh, you know, uh, the company Paperlike. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they I use their
0: thing on my iPad.
1: The yeah, they're great. The the owner has another company called Follow Paw, I believe it is, where it's a collar for your dog that you stick an AirTag into, hmm, and so yeah, so it, it's just like those are great ideas that a lot of third-party uh, accessory makers can can like jump into this market. Unfortunate that you can't like without a keychain or an accessory, you can't put them on anything, but. Whatever, that's fine. You, you uh the only new thing that I'm hearing is that you'll be able to label them, but that's like a given. That's about it. <laughs> yeah,
0: you, you don't want you don't want your yeah, I hope uh, the software doesn't say air tag, air tag. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> AirTag I mean, tag on something somewhere. You're welcome. That that's pretty genius. I didn't think about it. I mean, I've never, you know, I've been a I've I've had I've owned dogs. I mean, I don't own one right now, but uh-huh. you know, hopefully whatever signal it sends out doesn't bug the dog. Cause I, I didn't, my brain didn't even think, Oh, put it on your dog's leash. Right. Well, like, I mean, they're going to, with the sweet. U1 chip, they, uh, I
1: think it was the same day I talked about when I released the first render, I talked about why they're so important and how accurate they're, they're going to be like, they're going to be mm-hmm. accurate mm-hmm. down to the centimeter. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's when, when you have something like that, like on your, especially like in a use case where you put it on your dog or something like that's a re- that's really, really cool. Um, same if you get kidnapped, have an air tag. <laughs> like if, if you start. If no, not that goes we want kid- anyone to get kidnapped. Yeah, if you you, you, get might, have kidnapped. you right. might have to worry about that. You might <laughs> have to worry about that. If you start to get kidnapped, <laughs> just be like, hang on, let me grab
0: an air tag. You better let me pair your air tag that's on you to my phone just in case right. you get kidnapped. Right. You're not gonna help you if, it's not going to help you if you have your own phone. You need to give right. someone else that yeah, pairing. Your air tag buddy. <laughs> <laughs> just for safety reasons. Where would you hide the air tag, John?
1: Yeah, in my butt. Mm, that's
0: what I thought. <laughs> Someone had to get Well, if
1: there. I'm getting kidnapped, I gotta put it somewhere discreet, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're <wrong>. hot. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be small enough.
0: You you could you could eat it if you want.
1: Yeah. I'm excited so, to see them though. And then uh accessories for I for the iPad, Apple Pencil, magic keyboard. AirPods are technically ready. Um AirPods three, not AirPods mm-hmm. Pro. Um other than that. I think that's going to be about it. Oh, Apple TV is ready too, but that's
0: been ready forever. So, and I mean, they do need a, even though WWDC is a focus on software, Uh I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised because they're so backloaded with products. Now they, I wouldn't be surprised. They show us something at WWDC. They've done previews of hardware before, you know, so maybe we don't get an actual release release, but because COVID has changed the release schedule and everything. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we finally actually see some sort of hardware at WWDC. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either, especially M1 stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Oh,
1: please, I just, please don't save the iMac to dub dub. Just put it out now. Thank you. All right.
0: When uh, I said, you know, when I said probably <laughs> M1 stuff, it, it, it scared me. I don't want them to wait till then. No, don't do that. You know what? I wanted to touch on one more thing before we go, because you've been so generous with your time, my friend. Oh, um, you're welcome. Oh, yeah, No. So, I, dude, I'm not as busy as you think I am. I love coming on the show. Shut up. I yeah. look, I love you coming on the show too. I respect your time. i nah, it's fine. Just we, let's we talk just, about it all the time.
1: I'm at this point, I might as well be a permanent co host. I'm on so, so often.
0: <laughs> you can't go. Co- you're going to go. See, now you'll get busy if you
1: have to co host two podcasts. Well, yes, that was my plan all along. I'm infiltrating this show. I'm just using my <laughs> other show to get to this one.
0: i will <laughs> quit that good, show good. and just co host with you. Um, Apple glasses, I know you had been one of the first people to talk about and start giving uh-huh. us some interesting, juicy tidbits and specifics. Have mm-hmm. you heard any new things about Apple glasses that might be of interest to the audience? Because, you know, even though we're a ways away from getting the streamlined yeah. dream idea of glasses that you, you're wearing, and that's not going to come for another, in my mind, at least two, three, four years, right? But have you heard anything else about just Apple's augmented reality type products? No, uh
1: no real update since uh since I gave the last one. Of course I haven't really asked, but um I think our best preview will be when we get the AR VR headset mm-hmm. this year, I believe. I think we're getting it this year. That'll give us the best look at at what to expect. But um there's a couple other tidbits that I really couldn't talk about publicly, but uh I'm excited to I'm excited to see it because I think stuff like that is that's the future. Like that's Apple after the iPhone. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bigger product than people realize. Like stuff like like that, the Apple Watch like way more significant than than I think we than we think right now.
0: Absolutely. I mean, we've talked about it. The Apple the Apple Watch is our jam. You know, that that's the next evolution from the phone and the next one after that is going to be the glasses. I I had talked to um Qualcomm because they're working on a lot of different um, virtual reality augmented reality glasses and one of the main mm-hmm. product developers, you know, we straight up asked them we see all these headsets today, but based on the technology that is available now and in the future, when will we be able to get to this idea of like the, the eyeglass form factor? He said, uh, it's not gonna be anytime soon, maybe yeah. more like a three to five year window. So I think to temper people's expectations, I think when someone hears Apple glasses, they immediately think that we're gonna get glasses, glasses. Yeah. but it's, it's it, and, we're not.
1: and right off the bat, like everything is gonna be, it's going to use your iphone for everything. so mm-hmm. it's not it's not like you're going to be untethered and like we're living in the future. i mean we are living in the future, but you're it's still going to be heavily dependent on your iphone um which by then uh, what? iphone 14, 15, 16, who knows what we'll have then. <laughs> speaking of Ooh, uh yes. you, you impressed with the iphone 13 stuff we're seeing, the renders?
0: i mean it's an iphone.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the smaller, <laughs> it, dude, it's, it's crazy to see so, I mean, you remember the notch leak I put out last year, mm-hmm. like early last mm-hmm. year, and it's mm-hmm. that's what we're getting this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I put out, like, the hardware sketch for the engineering uh, engineers had for the notch where the speakers moved up into the bezel and then everything sort of condensed. It's crazy to see because I, I just had that hardware sketch with a bunch of words I don't understand, uh, and now it's crazy to see, like, you know, the front glass panels are leaking. It's crazy to see, like, hardware versions of that. Yeah, yeah but that's you know, about it. That,
0: that, that's a thing... I mean, I love whenever we do videos about iPhone stuff, some people get really mad that I hate the notch. Like they tell me like, get over it. I'm like, (laughs) I don't, I'm like, I get its purpose, but I don't like it, you know? But some people get really offended by it. Like it's really interesting amongst the Apple fandom, how there are even where you align with certain features of a product, Uh you will get heat for it because- what's their
1: excuse? I
0: don't understand.
1: They're like, the like, it's
0: not that bad. I'm like, then you've never used another phone before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, you, I mean, there's a lot of things that aren't that bad, but I also, you know, would rather not have it. I'd rather, I mean, yeah, sure. The notch isn't that bad. It's not like every time I look at my phone, I'm like, oh God, but I still would rather it not be
0: there. I don't understand yeah. why, how that's offensive look, or be smaller. Every, that's fine too. Yeah. I mean, I think a smaller notch will be fun to see, but it won't. Made me go like, man, I love this phone so much more. Yeah, the only issue is, uh,
1: you—that's the—you see the notch and you're like, that's an iPhone. That's yep. got to be a huge True. reason why it's still around because it's True. just it. I hate to use the word iconic, but you see it and you know it's an
0: iPhone. Look, they turned iMessages blue and have forever changed <laughs> people's brains uh-huh. around what is acceptable. Is like, oh, are are you you have blue messages or not? Like, uh-huh. I can't believe how. I honestly can't believe how much of an effect that it actually has had on right. the psyche of how people literally like look at messaging. Right. That's and I don't know if they did that on, you know, right out of the gates. Look, I don't know if they deliberately I I could imagine them out of the gates like, hey, let's just do something fun and make ours different colored. I don't know uh-huh. if they had the conversation on day one. We're gonna deliberately make this a different color <laughs> so that if people don't have it, they will feel less excluded, um, you know, or left out from us in a social context. Yeah. I don't think they th- I don't think they thought that. I think that's yeah. manufactured by us. Yeah, I, for sure. I think that it was just like,
1: "Hey, let's just make it a different color so you can differentiate like our service from the others." And I, th-
0: then they're like, "Oh wait. <laughs> People won't go on a date with you if you're green." Okay. Be, well, even if I recall right, at least through the Mac, you were able to change the color of your message background as well. I almost om- I swear, I, no I might be I might I might be I don't think I'm making that up, but I feel like <laughs> I don't think I'm making the mag- that up. Yeah, you could you could change the color that your messages look like just for fun, uh-huh. just for you. But then that never happened on the phone, on the phone, right. like it stayed blue. So now it's yeah, it's coded into our brain. It just it just shows how the little things that Apple does, whether they intend to or not, it just mm-hmm. takes off. Right. Can't it's a marketing beast. It's a machine.
1: I'll accept it, because blue is a superior color. So. I'm glad they picked blue. They could have picked any color. They could have done the, the like the Philips Hue app where you're like, just put a picture and we'll make it that <laughs> color.
0: I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> all right, buddy, uh, John, thank you so much for coming in, hanging out. I'd oh, love for, for you to tell again. people all the ways that they can, they can find your amazing content and scoop to man, all, all day, every day.
1: You can, you can Google me Front page tech, John Prosser. You can find me on Twitter, all, all that stuff. Uh, dude, every time you have me on the show and then we hang up, I'm like, oh, that's the last time. He's never going to have me on again.
0: Why would you ever say that? <laughs> oh, talk
1: about your podcast again. Let people know about your oh, podcast. Uh, Genius Bar is the podcast. You, you, like, you, you know, like the place in the Apple store? It's like, yeah, that's the name, Genius Bar.
0: Oh, because <laughs> I, I, I thought it was a candy bar for the longest yeah, 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 time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so named time.
1: after candy. Yep. Genius Bar, like a chocolate bar. Yep. Candy. Got it. Definitely okay. candy related. You won't find anything Apple related there. Nothing.
0: All right, John. Thanks so much, bro. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me, dude. All right. See ya. Bye. So, there you go. That's so much good stuff. uh. It's just fun because John and I can really talk about anything and it goes into a bunch of different directions. And hopefully, it gets back to the information that you all care about. But thanks again to John Pross for coming on the show. All right, everybody. That's going to do it again. We've got to give a big shout out to our platinum Apple Patreon supporters at the $100 level. Brandon Ledford Gil Cabrera Wesley Frater Jarrett Lewis Eric Cohen and Atari Koenigsegg thank you for your support thank you all of you for your support I can't say that enough and uh, it just allows me to keep on pumping out this content and keep us going and uh, it's really all thanks to you $2 to start per month $5 $10 $25 and then the $100 platinum apple level that's patreon.com slash Tong. alright everybody we know what's coming it's the Apple April event it's about time We've been waiting. We're going to get something. Maybe it's something good for you. Maybe it's something good for me. But uh, it's always an exciting time. So take care. Be safe. We'll talk soon. And, yes, we will have our reactions episode all about everything that they announce. That's going to do it for this week. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Peace.